Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Gridiron uh, the Gridiron Crew <laughs> podcast, an NFL podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. You are listening to and watching the Draft Crew because it has finally happened. Uh, I am your host, Brian, the conscience of Cleveland Donlan, and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as I say, it is draft night, day, n- night, morning. This counts Whatever anyway. it's for you guys. It's yeah. something, yeah, <laughs> stuff time difference, screw it. Um, we are, of course, tonight talking all things draft day, but fear not, we will still hit on some of the big news items of the week, and we will have, as always, time for our statistic of the week. Now, remember, uh, if you are enjoying what you are listening to and hearing, folks, like, subscribe, follow the crew on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, all your other socials. As always, I am joined by our panel of, I'm I'm going to be brave and say draft day experts. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Tonight, I have got with me Stu, who really, at this stage, should just be hired by PFF. Um, like so, guys. Like, if you're hiring, I only charge a very modest finders fee. Um, he's more excited about the draft than the Panthers fan base, which is saying something. Uh, so, Stu, welcome, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of dying of the cold today, which is not great. Caught that from Morvin as children are little germ factories, and that's what they do. But trucking on, getting on with life, and no amount of illness could keep me away from the draft that's happening tonight. Because This is NFL Christmas, boys. This is where hope springs, you know, new, like a new, for all the franchises, like, you know, even the Browns who are picking, where's your first pick, Brian? Well, 74. We'll 74. Come to that, so you, are you we'll staying up to tonight? Because you know that's not happening tonight. <laughs> that's, no, no, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with that one tomorrow. I could still potentially be ahead of us the way we fucking act. Well, that's true, actually. <laughs> Now that, that second voice you hear there, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the new boy is back. He he is uh, the link in the chain that is here to advise the Cowboys on how to spend yet another top draft pick on a running back. Um, because we knew that that worked really well last time. Uh, Dan, how are you doing, Chief? Yeah, I'm good. Glad to be back. Uh, like my wee guest appearance last week, so he's only going to do me that easy. Um, glad to be back. And uh, it's drafty. It's exciting. What do you say? It's uh... There are time of the year when we start getting ready to get used to the time differences. We ease ourselves in the draft day. Absolutely, this is great. It's the it's like that the the cycle of being a sports fan. Of we are now at the point of for everybody in a day or so absolute peak optimism. The Super Bowl has never been going to more stadiums than it's going to go over the next weekend, and then we just get to begin the devastating cycle of despair and misery. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's just the Browns fans. Um, I'm forgetting we've got you know, teams in the chat that actually have a chance at winning Super Bowls. Um, but yes, so it is NFL Christmas. I like that, Stu. That's, that's a good one for this. NFL yeah, Christmas. Uh, right. Okay, folks. Well, it is time, as always, to kick things off with our kick-off question of the week. And we're kind of stealing for the news segment here a wee bit as well, if I'm being dead <sighs> honest with you. Uh, what, what, with, I know it's 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 a with some fevery, yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> a mild fevery. Um, so uh, rumors abound. D Hop, where mm. will he go? It wouldn't be draft day without some trade speculation, to be fair. Um, so D Hop, I don't think it's a big shocker to anybody that D Hop wants out of uh, out of his uh, current predicament. 
Yeah, he's not up for the air miles. Um, so he is looking to get out. And rumours abound on where is he going to land. Big ones that are seem to be doing the rounds at the minute. A lot of work seems to be going in, uh, as me and Stu grimace, uh, from the Ravens. Seem to be very keen on landing D-Hop. But we've got more and more characters seem to be coming out of the woodwork. We have been hearing about the Bills. We have been hearing about the Chiefs. Now, to be fair, the rumour about the Chiefs came from Studs, the Chiefs fan. Yeah, so... that, one, that one I'm taking with like, a <laughs> tiny, tiny <laughs> grain of salt. Like. <laughs> now, st- st- now, I will say Studs may be joining us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And if he does, I will give him a chance to justify himself. Um, but rumours abound. Uh, he might, who knows? The XFL, why not? <laughs> US the football, XFL. CFL. D-hop well, to the, the C- CFL. Hey. CFL drafts coming next week as well, so like I'm basically draft heaven right now. So. I don't, I, I don't know that D Hop would go into the draft to be fair. No, no, good point. I mean, maybe you know, just hey, Tom Brady said in the past he would love to win the CFL, so I'm just going to put it out there that I could see Tom Brady imagine. maybe coming out of retirement to play I'm, for I'm the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'm, I'm imagining Brady winning the CFL, the XFL, yep. the USFL. He comes over, he plays a, he plays a, year, he play, he plays a year in Britain, and, I, and he, he signs for St Mirren, wins the <laughs> SPL at like 64. I think, I, think, uh, I think Brady gets a bit of a rough ride at home as it is, never mind coming oh, back from the Hi. I mean, hey, listen, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Gronk is very gentle. Um, so, with that all said, um, D-Hop has said, and to be fair, he said that he's at a point in his career where uh, he's made his money, he's made his bag, he's not really interested in the cash, he's not looking for the big payday. He wants jewellery. He wants a ring. So, gentlemen, the question for us tonight, where does he land that gives him the best chance of getting a ring? Uh, Dan, I'll kick this one over to yourself first, mate. What do you think? Now, it doesn't need to be one of the teams being rumoured. It could be anybody. Where do you think D-Hop lands to get the best chance of a ring? Well, if he's about to win a ring, he needs to come to the Cowboys in, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> right, just to, listen, I'm going to start tweeting out we them boys every time you speak. Before we got Crooks, it was, it was, it was mentioned, but obviously we went and got Brandon Crooks now, so that kind of mm-hmm. puts that to bed. But look, Solid look, acquisition, I will say. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Look, the three teams that we've mentioned team, seem to be the three that are really in the running from. I don't see, I've not really seen anybody else mentioned. If I'm him and I'm looking at up and coming teams, teams that have been playing well, quarterbacks, I, I'm picking the Bills. I, I, I think Josh Allen. I mean, obviously Mahomes is Mahomes. Uh, we don't know the Lamar Jackson situation. Obviously, t- taking Beckham. But if I'm him, I'm looking at a team that's solid. You know what you're going to get? Talent that's coming up, young talent. I'm going to go Bills. Okay, we've got Bills, we got one. Stu, what were your cellmate? Where, where are you picking? Where will D-Hop land to add to that jewellery box? I mean, out of those rumoured teams, I was also leaning Bills, but I'm not going to go Bills because that would be boring and we hate boring on this show. So I'm going to say I think D-Hop should go to the Cincinnati Beck. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't do that too. Imagine <laughs> Chase Higgins, I, Boyd, I, D-Hop, I, wide receiver four. We're, we're not bothering. I know it's like we've got no interest in like having tight ends. Oh, well, we signed our Smith and he's pretty good. Uh, sure. We've got no interest in like tight ends or running backs. We're just going to play D-Hop there. No, in all seriousness, um, 
I'm going to jump away from the AFC as well, and I'm going to just try mm. and randomly pick someone from the NFC that isn't the Cowboys, because that probably would be a good landing spot if they didn't have Cooks. I'm going to say... Uh, where do I put them? The Niners. I, I think let's put them with the Niners. Ooh, you know. See, who, see who he's got at quarterback, because I've also heard some rumours about the Niners mm. have been talking to Lamar and Lamar's people, so... Maybe yeah, well, let's let's put D let's put D Hop with the Niners and then that's a good shout at winning a, a Super Bowl. D Hop with the Niners that would be an interesting one because even well as the the conventional wisdom of the league always says if your backup quarterback has to play more than four games you are stuffed your season is over it was you know thank you for playing and good luck next year yeah the Niners are the one exception to that rule. You know, it doesn't seem exactly. to matter. Really so, you know, you want, if you're D Hop and you want those chances at winning, then yeah, it'd be up. We whether know it's how Brock, weak whether the it's... Is. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Okay, it's going to come back to me. I, I am. I am going to be bo- the Browns. No, um, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I, I am going to be bold. I, I'm going to. I'm with Dan. I think the Bills. I think he I wants. Think he wants too. a ring. It's the Bills. Imagine that offense. You've got Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen had a subpar year for him last year, and he was still incredible. You've got Stefan Diggs, who is one of the best wide receivers in the game. You put up uh, D-Hop on the other side. Who, who do you put your, your cornerback one on? Who, yeah. who do you double cover? You yeah. can't double cover them both. And then Gabe Davis is there and then as you've well. Got, you've got Gabe Davis sitting in the midst. So if you do double cover them both, you've got <laughs> Gabe Davis as well. Who he's off the uh, races. <laughs> ah, he's gone. He's straight over the middle, and you are stuffed. Um, you know I mean, yeah, okay. The the running back we game. We haven't caught on the tight end either. Then no, you've got yeah, you've got um, Knox as well, who's such a big bodied threat. Um, yeah, okay, we can sit and we can whinge about the fact that the running back game at the Bills. Maybe isn't the most dynamic, but doesn't maybe you've got Josh Allen. The man's eighteen thousand yeah. foot tall and weighs eighty four stone somehow, yeah. and still runs <laughs> like a gazelle. Um, so yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch on with Dan. I'm gonna join Team um, Team Bills. I'm gonna say that that's where he winds up. Or well, that's where it's he winds spot. up if he yeah. wants to win. Only yeah. thing that I would say goes against that, and it's why I quite like yours too. Actually, is the AFC is stupidly competitive. Yeah, you want to go somewhere being a pure mercenary looking for a looking for a ring? You go to one of the two, three teams in the <laughs> NFC that are realistic competitors. Um, you know what I mean? There really aren't many. The Eagles that would be a hell of a landing spot, actually. If he really just wants, a yeah, ring. I, I discounted them just because their wide receiver room is fairly. I know obviously the Niners have Ayuk and things like that too, but like I did Ooh, hear they not for long. Not for maybe, long, exactly. Right? That's why I was saying that was part of my reasoning with D Hop and landing there was maybe Ayuk's gone. Um, mm-hmm. but the Eagles I counted out because I thought, you know what, no, nah, they've they've kind of got a full WR room right now, so <laughs> there's no room at the end. I know that you threw the 49ers name in, but the Cardinals going to want to deal with the 49ers. Good question. I don't think they really have a choice about who they're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> That's their point. If they've got other teams available, yeah. go elsewhere before they go to the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from the Niners' side, not to get into the weeds with us too much, but from the Niners' side as well, the other part of my reckoning was with all the, yeah, they don't have like a first or a second round pick this year, but because of all the compensation with the coaches and things moving out, they have a crap ton yeah. of third and fourths and fifths. Yeah. Or whatever, so they have kind of a lot of stuff because D Hop, looking at D Hop, what do you think you're going to get for him package wise? Like, he is very good, 
but he's been injured and he said the PED That's thing. So the thing as well, but with the how cards, much is he worth now? The thing with the cards, they want bulk picks. You know what I mean? They yeah. are full tire fire. You know what I mean? Everything is for sale. Have what you want. We are blowing this up and moving to Mexico. Um, so they want that big package of lots and lots of threes and fours to build yeah. depth because they think, don't I have it anyway. The Cooks trade kind of knocked his value of it. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. Oh, right, it's going to be interesting, but as with so many things that we're seeing this year, the uh, the off-season isn't being a letdown in terms of intrigue of what mm-hmm. trades we're getting and where people are going to go. Now, on the notion of the off-season not being a letdown, it's finally happened! I know he's moved! <laughs> the jet has landed! He has finally signed in New Jet uh, York. Definitely New <laughs> yeah. York. Uh, sorry, I nearly turned into a Pats fan for a minute there. Um, so, it has finally happened. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. It's official. He's signed for the year. Uh, well, he's, he's signed for as long as he's signed for. Whether or not it's a year remains to be seen. Um, so, our big, big questions on this one, gents. What does this mean for the AFC East? What does it mean for the AFC in general? As we've said before, the division stacked, particularly at the quarterback position. Um, are the Jets playoff bound, Super Bowl bound? And then I suppose the next question we really need to think about is... Um, what does this mean for Green Bay? Who wins? Who won this trade? And what do Green Bay need for this to actually be a win for them? Because I think at the minute, see what you gentlemen think, consensus seems to say the Jets have won this at a bit of a canter. Stu, what do you think, mate? Um, I don't know if we can go down the route of saying who's won the trade. Yeah, I know everybody likes their hot takes, but I'm always very much a person who goes... We're going to need to look back at this trade in five years' time. So I'm going to take the totally boring route with it and say, like, well, oh, what are good five years? Five, five years from now, we'll see I'll what we'll see what you, Green Bay do with them. Okay, eighteen months. <laughs> okay, three years' time we'll know because we'll see what Green Bay do with their picks that they got for them. Um, Green Bay's big win is they have dumped all that money off their their cap, so that's mm-hmm. the big win for them, and they got stuff back for it. And to be honest. A few more picks, or like a slightly higher pick package than I suspected they were going to get. Um, for the Jets, they obviously have their final piece, or their supposed final piece. We'll see if it is or not. They've got that guy, though, a two-time MB- MVP, like in, or in the last three years. Yeah, two times in the last three years. Yeah, yeah, he never won last year. Um, Super Bowl winner before, guy that's a, a pro, I guess. Acts like a pro sometimes. I'm going to be controversial on this one. Have yeah. you seen? Have you seen the presser? Have you have you watched his presser? Yes. He actually, cut, he comes out to be fair for somebody that can yeah. be as darkness retreat and all the rest of it. He comes he comes on that is exceptionally well polished. Um, yeah. knew how to deal with the media really really well. You couldn't help, but he actually comes across as really he comes across as very well. well. So, he really does. Yeah, so yeah. they do have a pro in the room. So I mean, that's the thing for me is like I wonder if you know, maybe he has been, if he's reinvigorated and he's interested again and he wants to go for it and he's got his team and, you know, Lazard's there and uh, it actually has a, a defence after the much vaunted Green Bay Packers defence. I kept waiting on them showing up all last year because they were apparently going to win the Super Bowl off the back of that defence last season, but it never, ever showed up. Um, to me, the Jets win this trade 
if they win a Super Bowl in the next two years, if it goes beyond that, I think Aaron Rodgers is starting to push it age-wise and he's going to fall off too much. So they, basically the Jets have said our window is now, we have to go for it. And I can't blame them because why not? Everything's aligned. They have the defense, they have the offense. They just needed I, a quarterback. I, I hate to do it to you, Stu, but I'm going to interrupt you because there is there is live breaking news, gentlemen. Lamar what? has signed. Lamar has signed a long-term extension. Um, this has just come out, literally coming out right now. Um, Rap Sheet has put it out five minutes ago. Um, details on it, don't have them at the minute. From what I am getting on the rumour mill, and it is the rumour mill, uh, this is going to bust Hertz's contract, which, to be fair, don't think anybody will be shocked by that one. Um, but yes, we have got that, and we also have uh, rumours that D-Hop and pick number 34 to the Ravens for their pick number 22. Now, I don't know if there'll be anything else in there as well. Well, I was going to say, that ruins my D-hop to the Niners. Yeah. Ravens, <laughs> Ravens are locking well, If D-hop wants to play with Lamar, he's not going to go to the Niners. <laughs> D- well, the Ravens are locking that offense down. So, yeah, they have also they've added D-hop. They have got Lamar signed up in that long-term deal. So... We'll wait and see if I'm right in that he was just holding out a little bit towards the end of last year and he wasn't actually hurt. Uh, so, yeah, big, big breaking news. Um, Dan, what do you make of that one, mate? We've obviously got the whole situation with, uh, with Rogers and him finally signing that up. And we've got another, another AFC elite, dare I say it, yeah. quarterback signed up long term. So I'll go back to the Rogers stuff first. I think watching him when he was asked the question about are you here for a year, are you here for longer, he, he started saying, oh, I don't know, see how my body goes, how that sort of stuff goes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Seeing that off the back kind of makes you feel a bit, oh, how much is he, how, how long has he got left in the tank here? You see, they are going for it and they need to go for it. Um, but in that division, they're, <laughs> it always depends, I think, on the Dolphins and what they do. Yeah. I mean, I the Bills are the Bills, yeah. The Bills will win. The division, the Dolphins, are, you never know. The Patriots, you can never write them off. But again, they really wanted the draft might be big for them. They might see where they go. But no, Bill's going to do what he always does, and he's going to end up taking some like div four linebacker or whatever, or something that nobody's ever heard of. And it'll be like, yeah. here's this guy, first round pick. Like, eh. yeah. I like his name. <laughs> I think it's going to be between the Jets and the Dolphins for that number yeah. two in the division. Whether that gets them into the playoffs, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to come into this. I'm going to be controversial. I'm I'm going to say I love I I do love the Bills. I really enjoy watching the Bills play. Actually, I I don't know that we can guarantee that that uh, that the the East is theirs off the rip. Rogers is only one year removed from you know he didn't have a great year last year. Last year was, was subpar for Rodgers. He was, he was still, he put up good numbers. But for him, it was a subpar year. Year before that, he was an MVP. Rodgers lands in the, <laughs> yeah, yeah Rodgers lands at the Jets, puts up, even a, not necessarily an MVP, year, an MVP-ish season with the weapons that the Jets have. You know, they get a little bit of a rub of the green in terms of injuries, I, I could see the Jets taking that. I could see the Jets taking the East. I've, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm Team Jets this year. And I just, uh, I just think the Bills will still edge it. But I think they'll have a good season. Work that lands. 
least it depends on what happens around about them, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, right, so what do we think? So, in terms of winning and losing this trade, what do, right, you know, one-line one answers, what do the Jets need to win this trade? What is the thing that means the Jets can look back on this, even if Rodgers only plays a year, two years? What a means Super they Bowl. A that Super big, Bowl. Got to be the ball. Got to be a ring. Has to be. like a, That's why they've would, done would, it. Would, it, would it. With an appearance win? Mm, you know what? Uh, okay, yeah, I'll give them that. An appearance would win because as a Bengals fan, we have a bunch of appearances, but no wins. So <laughs> we're going to Penance a penance. Like if you win the AFC Championship, that's a big bloody deal. So yeah, uh, yeah AFC Championship. Yeah, Maybe a couple, a couple of AFC Championship appearances. Okay, okay. Um, championship. Obviously, if you're looking at them, you think, what have they done recently? Anything more positive than what they've done is a win. They've not been in the playoffs for 12 years. I mean, so what's what's their measure? I know they want obviously they want to win a Super Bowl, and that will be what they're. Aiming for. But what is their realistic expectations for them? And you're one and expecting to go from zero to the Super Bowl? I don't know. That would obviously be a win. I think anything beyond the first round of the playoffs would be a good result. Probably. Anything, anything beyond wild card round? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm. I'm going to be. I'm. I'm going to be. Even after I called Stuart, I'm going to say they need to make the Super Bowl minimum. Yeah, yeah I don't they... think they have to win. I'm taking. A, I'll ramp it back a bit and say they don't have to win it, but they have to appear at least once in the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Right. Flip it in its head. Then what about the the forgotten sibling, the forgotten child of this whole trade, Green Bay and Jordan McLovin, um, which I'm trying to will that into nickname presence. Um, <laughs> what makes that? Uh, or do you know what? Right, to, just just to remind everybody listening. Um, so the actual package that the that, that Green Bay got for Rogers. So they swapped first this year. They picked up what was that? An extra an extra fifth this year as yeah. well. Oh no, a second this year as well. And a and they they lost a fifth. They sent a fifth, and they got a second this year. And then they've got a conditional second next year which is which can turn into a first it's very likely to turn it's into a first if, if Rogers yeah. doesn't get hurt it's a first you know he has to play 65 percent. yeah 65 yeah um yeah. and that, i think that works out in 10 or so games 10 or 11 games something like that um so it's quite likely that that's going to turn into the first next year what makes this how, how do green bay walk out of this and go do you know what we want now we know that they'll be happy with the cap situation we know that that if we're really honest, was probably one of their big objectives here. Uh, Dan, what do you think, mate? What means Green Bay win this trade? I don't think they ever do. Oh! <laughs> yes! yes! This, 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 this is the cowboy fan that we wanted. <laughs> the like, Green Bay. And that is... And that is why the Chiefs will never win the Super Bowl again. Uh, <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, as you can hear, the, the, the heartthrob from Hamilton has joined us, the big chief himself, Studs. Um, first, uh, welcome, mate. Uh, glad to have you on. Um, <laughs> you've missed uh, the joy of us um, besmirching your good name for your recklessly trying to throw your D-hop to the Chiefs' rumours about, and then we find out that it was clearly just one from Fan Corner as he had uh, signed to the, the, the evil dark Baltimore cloud. 
Listen, uh, if you never want to see an AFC Championship, then go to Baltimore. Let's be honest. When was the last time they were actually in a championship game? Joe Flacco. Do you know what I mean? And they've got the Bengals to contend with in there. Joe Burrow's not going to lose that division for years to come. Uh, um, right. When you've got a semi <laughs> You've got, Sorry, a you've got a quarterback that doesn't have questionable morals, then we'll talk, right? But <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to win that division for years. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to get near an AFC Championship game. So f- for me, I think it's a strange decision. D-hop to the Bills, even, would have made, made sense for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got a better chance going there, but uh, uh, nah. I don't, you tell me that D-hop and OBJ are a, a winning wide receiver duo? I don't see it. Aye, three years ago they were. Um, uh, in the prime, maybe. But when OBJ had two functional knees. I will <laughs> I will throw something out here that is oh. just like a slight little bit of worry, kind of, you know, a little grain of doubt in the back of my brain. Do you remember a few years ago when Tom Brady moved to the Buccaneers? <laughs> and he was washed. He was done. Well, that no, was no, no, retirement not just, home. Not just Tom Brady, but the fact that the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers then set about building a team to win the Super Bowl in 2012 or 2013, or whatever it was. We all laughed about it. We all joked. And then what did they do? Yeah. They won the Super I mean, Bowl that year. Like, so it's, I'm not saying it's, it's just a, you know, an elephant never forgets I, and all that. Lamar like, mm, well, Jackson is not Tom Brady, first and foremost. I know. It. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's way faster. Um, he's he can escape like, pressure. Uh, <laughs> but listen, uh, it's why we love the game any given Sunday. Don't know. You don't know. Uh, now, I say, Studs, welcome to the show, mate. Um, Tell you what, we'll, we'll bring you bring you straight in. We are discussing what, how do Green Bay win the Aaron Rodgers trade? What has to happen for Green Bay to walk away from this in in a year, in two years, in three years, and look back at that and say, do you know what? We, we actually did okay there. What do you think, mate? For me, they've, they've got to get some weapons in there for Jordan Love. Um, a a first-round wide receiver? Absolutely. I, th- I think they're obviously they're putting the, they're firmly putting their eggs in the Jordan Love basket, and I, I was kind of seen them play against the Chiefs two years ago, and I'll be honest, they didn't look great. The Chiefs were poor that night, but we didn't have to do anything because Jordan Love wasn't doing anything. Um, mm. So for me, they've got they've got to do be willing to do well, probably what they weren't willing to do with Aaron Rodgers. They need to give him some weapons to play with. Aaron Rodgers, the new. Right, we don't need to give him weapons. He can produce without them, essentially. They just knew that Aaron Rodgers was a big-time player. He could get the job done without having elite weapons, and they proved it time after time with him. So for me, I think they need to, they need to really back Jordan Love and give him the weapons to support him. Um, so so would you say that this is a case where you've got a big transition where Aaron Rodgers was the tide that rose all ships around him, and he elevated his supporting cast whereas Jordan Love is going to need that supporting cast to elevate him. Absolutely. Um, I mean, right, albeit Rodgers had Adams for a good portion of his Green Bay career, um, but when you look at after Adams, right, Alan Lazard became relevant and suddenly got paid this year. Um, Bobby Tunyon was relevant for a couple of Mom seasons. Do you know what I mean? So he does have a knack. I mean, he paid this year as well, to be fair. 
Mercedes Lewis was still catching touchdowns this year for him as well and has done for, I think he's like the oldest tight end in the league. Uh, this and stage, the Cobb will back as well. Is he joining the Jets? Cobb. Yeah. possibly is, actually, yeah. Randall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about um, the young guy as well? Uh, why have I forgot his name right now? Chris? Chris Watson. Fav- Christian, yeah, Watson. Christian Watson. Yeah, like he was fantastic last year. So he's he's well, yeah. there. So Jordan Love at least has been working with him. So, I mean, that's a guy that maybe he Romeo, has some chemistry Romeo with. Was another one they had high hopes for last year. Yeah. Um, so he has got yeah, a Romeo couple of good. But right. he, he, he still needs more, so he'll need Tunyon's away, so I think they, yeah, need that, they need a tight end. So it wouldn't surprise me if they take one of the pass-catching tight ends to give Jordan Love that security blanket. Good thing that yeah. there's a bunch of good tight ends in the draft this year, eh? You see my seamless link in there, Stu, you seen it yeah, coming. Yeah, i seen it coming, that's a good segue if we if we want to head that way, Brian, towards the right. draft. Well, we, we are going to go <laughs> in the draft. We've got, actually. we've got one final bit of uh, of Lamar information, is it looks like Lamar is walking away with 255 over five years. Um, Fully guaranteed? Know, uh, but only 10 million uh, fully guaranteed. No. 10 million guaranteed. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know about guarantees yet. Um, we'll be very, very interested to see that because that has been the narrative of this whole pantomime um, around Lamar and the contract that he wanted money. It, to be, I say pantomime. To be fair, when you play the way Lamar plays, uh, you want money guaranteed. His, he is going to be looking at that. He's going to be looking for that. Now, we are going to move on, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to move into the draft because it is draft day. So, the plan, folks, uh, we were contemplating going through the full first round, but then we remembered that Stu was on the pod and he would actually be here till the draft finished uh, if we let him do the full first round. So, we are going to restrain ourselves. We are going to go through the top 10. We are going to have... Uh, a look around the teams that are picking in the top 10. We will look at what we think they will do or should do. And those two things are not necessarily ever going to be the same. Um, there ain't going to be any answers here. I think some of the, the picks will be more obvious than others. We'll probably make them faster than some of the teams. I'm looking at you, Carolina. Uh, and I'm just waiting for them to take nine minutes to make a pick that they'll have chosen for a month and a half. Um, so, with <laughs> that, like... with that said, oh, <laughs> 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 oh my god, <laughs> um, I'd love it if somehow Carolina default the first. <laughs> they forget, they forget to great. put the back paper. In. <laughs> uh, it's like... just in, it's just like <laughs> we did it. We did we it. Did See, Jake's the dude. Oh, wait, no. That's what we were going to take second. Just phone the Panthers right before and make sure the phone's engaged for the whole 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's like the 90s. Somebody's going to send Somebody's going to send in an agent to just leave their phone off the hook in another room. <laughs> <laughs> connect connect an old router. <laughs> right. Okay. So, with the first overall pick of the NFL 2023 draft. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock and they are going to pick Stu. I'm going to have them pick Bryce Young. I think it goes without saying. That's I'm going to be completely boring and that's who's getting picked first Does overall. anybody disagree? Does anybody think we're going to get a shocker with the first overall pick? I think the silence is deafening. 
<laughs> if they were going to go another QB, then for me, I think they go Richardson. I think there's too many similarities yeah. from what they had with Cam Newton. So if it was going to be a surprise first round pick, then I would say Richardson. Um, but I think yeah, NFL I ready. I think you're looking at Bryce Young, and that's what they need. They need an NFL ready QB. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Dan, yourself, you with us, mate? Or are you going to be there? You're going to be difficult. No. Okay, so we did that. I've only started difficult ones with a couple of picks in with the ideas. Oh, quite right, quite right. Well, we did that. We speeded up to number four. He takes Jalen Carter off. No, we're going to fade up to four. We're going to fade up to three for Bichon. I had a dream last night that, you know, a fever dream, like, you know, obviously with the cold and all that I've got now. That the Bengals ended up somehow getting Will Anderson, <laughs> and I don't know how he fell all the way to twenty eight, and I was just like, everybody, everybody engaged. Stu's currently driving his way around the US with a pair of cables. He's just he's just getting the lopers out, taking down phone lines everywhere. Right, okay. Um, so yeah, we made that pick quicker than the Panthers are going to be on what. Um, everybody knows they're exceptionally likely to go Bryce Young. I think much other than that is going to be a big shocker for everybody. Um, so he is off the board, gentlemen. With the second pick, somehow the second pick, how they wound up here, no one knows, um, <laughs> of, the, of the 2023 draft, we have got the Houston Texans on the clock. Dan, what do you think, mate? Where are they going with this one? I think this one could be quite interesting. I think there is an obvious choice who I'll mention in a second, but I think They've got a few needs, and it's where they want to pull the trigger on a quarterback that early. I don't think they will. I think they'll go Will Anderson. I think that I think that's the obvious pick, and I think they will go there. But I think it'd be interesting to see what they decide because they've got what they got. Tw- is it twelve? They've got as well. Yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think they'll go Anderson, but it could could be a wee bit of a curveball in there. But I think Anderson's the obvious. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a supreme bore and say sadly I think that is exactly what's gonna happen as well. Would anybody NBC something different happening? It, it seems to be the consensus choice, but the Texans the, the are only, about as on fire as you get. Yeah, the only I mean I have them taking Anderson as well. That's who I kind of put down in my wee bit of paper here. But um, if the only thing I could see them doing there if they want Anderson and say someone else really fancies a quarterback maybe they trade back with the Colts or whoever kind of thing and drop back a couple of spots and know that they're still going to get Anderson or Carter whichever one they want and then you know they maybe get some more capital later on because Texans love a pick so they, but well, I, I think they take Anderson I think well, right. so here's here's one for you then studs right let's let's put Stu's one to you the Texans trade back to the Colts Colts step in at two and let's say they're going to they're going to pick a quarterback. It looks fairly likely that they left a quarterback. So let's say well, tell you what they used to do with this one. Let's imagine the Colts in our, our top ten draft are picking it to who are they taking? CJ Stroud. Stroud. Okay. So gentlemen, Stroud Just is going because I've got a feeling that that's going to be different from what the other guys think because I think yeah. the consensus just now is Will Levis. So again, yep. just even slightly different. Yeah, Will Levis, I'm the really man different. who. Stu, you must love Will Levis. He eats bananas whole. For all of the listeners, look, the key piece of information that you don't have here is that Stu is actually afraid of bananas. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not afraid of them. I just don't like them intensely. Folk, I've seen him scream and run. 
Um, <laughs> so, Fair enough. Uh, it's, it's something about that shape. Let me throw you some the size of the banana, surely. Ah, well, hi. The smell. Oh. <laughs> um, I lockdown. Lockdown was really hard. First to see all that banana bread doing the rounds. That was a hard. <laughs> that was a hard time. Um, right. So there you go. Okay, kick over to you two gents. So let's let's go. Stu, your trade has happened. The okay. the Colts have moved up to second. Studs is saying that they're going to lift Stroud. Uh, who do you think they're going to lift? Do you agree? Or do you see them going for Levis? Or do you see them Richardson, perhaps? Richardson. I, 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 had, I had the Colts. Sorry, you go, Stu. Oh, I was going to say I had Richardson. Yeah, I've completely derailed this entire thing by mentioning this ah, trade-up. I, I, I don't actually think it would happen, but like that, that was where I had... That tweet throws my board out the road. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Chaos reigns. I've ruined my own board. Chaos <laughs> reigns. Right. So, so. The didn't happen, right? Texans took right. Bill Anderson and that's where we're... Okay, well, let's, 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 let's bring this back around because this is where I was going to go with this gentleman. We, we will reset the board in a minute, but let's say that that did happen. Yeah. And the Houston, the, the, the Houstons, the Texans are obviously making that trade with the idea that at four, they're still going to get Will Anderson. Yeah. Do the Cardinals knacker that? Cardinals no, are in it three. Because the Cardinals, the Cardinals have more <laughs> needs than than anybody. The Cardinals, everything. Really? I don't think the Cardinals pick at three at all. Aye, I agree. I, I think. Regardless of whatever happens in front of them, I don't think they pick at three. I've got them trading the Titans. So, go for Levis. Yeah. I think I think if if the Texans take Anderson at two, I think the Titans go in and take CJ Stroud at three. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm. I'm do you know? I, I I understand the logic to that. But I tell you what, I would see happening there. I would see the Cardinals trading back as well, but with the Eagles. I would see the Eagles coming in and they would take Anderson because they love that boy and they want him bad, and I think that would put him into the range that they'd be willing to spend for them. But Stu has knackered this trade no more, and I am doing my Doctor Who bit in resetting the timeline. Okay, uh, thank you. So, uh, <laughs> Will Anderson, Will Anderson has went his second overall to the Texans. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals are we? So, do we think the Cardinals trade back? Do we? Are we? Is that a consensus? Jesus, do we all agree on something? I think they should trade back. If I was them, I would. Like, I know they just picked up because uh, what did they get for D Hop? Because they've just taken a... So, for they got 22nd, didn't they? Sounds like they are 22nd overall. Now, this, as I say, is... The, the information of this comes from Jack Settleman. Um, so, it's D-Hop and the 34th overall pick for the Ravens, 22nd. Okay, so they're, they've already got the 22nd. Yeah, I could see them trading back and taking another... You know, trying to get... A, you know, another... Se- basically, get a second to replace the 34th. Yeah, that they've kicked it. Yeah. Okay, so do we think that they would trade back with? So I'm going to you three plebs seem to all think the Titans are going Titans. to trade into that spot. Uh, do we all think the Titans make sense? Titans right. makes most sense. Okay, then who, who do we and who do we see the Titans lifting? Titans are picking at eleven, so that would give Arizona eleven, which is a good. I think mm-hmm. it's a good spot. That's a good pick. Yeah. So right, so we're, we're this one. I'm keeping this. This is the trade that stays, gentlemen. The um. Titans have traded with the Cardinals. The Titans are now on the clock at three overall. Will Anderson is off the clock. Uh, Bryce Young, shock horror, is off the clock. Who are they taking? What do we think? Yes, uh, 
Dan, on you go, mate. CJ Stroud. Studs, do we have a, a trifit? Oh, oh, look at him. Look at him. He's thinking of being difficult. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if the Titans trade up, then I do think they go Stroud as well. But as I say, I, aye. We'll just... We'll, we'll be all right. He's no happy. He's no happy. <laughs> Yeah, we've outvoted you. CJ Stroud yeah. just went to Titan. CJ Stroud. Stroud is a Titan, and we can all watch his promising career disappear as fast as his test scores. Um, <laughs> to be fair, they'll be able to pay CJ Stroud very little because we know he's no good at maths. Um, right, so <laughs> move. He's answer on that, by the way. He's answer on that. Right, so moving on. We are now at fourth overall. The Colts are up. They have. A few needs. The Colts are an organisation that I like, um, but they have had some pretty poor fortune, uh, I think is maybe the fairest way to assess the Colts last couple of years, particularly with um, uh, Andrew Luck. You know, we, all, we all know the story. It was a sad, sad thing um, that we all had to kind of watch unfold. Um, who do we think they go for fourth overall? Stu, kick us off, mate. Where are the Colts or who are the Colts picking? I'm going to be boring and see what I said earlier when they traded up. Richardson. Richardson. I think they take him. He sits behind Minshew for a year or two and then kind of works on his accuracy a bit, learns from the best in the business, Mr. Gardner. Mr. Gardner. Uh, Mr. Gardner, Minshew, and then eventually is one of the better quarterbacks to come out of this class. Right. Okay. So that's an interesting one because obviously we are sat looking at this and we have still, we've got three quarterbacks off the board in the first four picks, which yep. is a hell of a thing. Um, you know, quarterback, most important position of the game. Nobody argues with that, but particularly for a class that is getting some heat at the minute um, in terms of how prepared these guys are to take the next step. Um, Studs, what do you think, mate? Do you agree? Do you see the Colts going for a going for QB at four? I think it makes sense. I think it's. I, th- I think they're going to go Will Levis. Personally, I right. don't think they're going to go yeah, that I could see it, but... Um, I think there's a lot of noise around about the Will Levis stuff. Um, he seems to be probably one of... I think he boosted up to like the second consensus QB overall with um, with the bookmakers in Vegas as well. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot, of, a lot of smoke around Levis and he's got an absolute cannon for an arm and he basically played with what, Dan and Stu as his wide receivers at Kentucky last year. <laughs> um, but that's the thing with Levis, he was still putting up good numbers even though he had shit receivers. Whereas you look at Bryce Young and um, CJ yeah. Stroud, they're all they've always got talent running about them, and consistently the wide receivers from these schools are going well in drafts. Yeah. So as I say, these guys have had weight as well. Levis hasn't. Um I think he's. I think he's decision making something that's been brought into question. Where he maybe mm. bad throws, but again, that could be down to youth. Can you teach that out of him? And by all accounts, he's an absolute unity guy. So you just don't want him running at you. So it's the for the for the bit of context for the listeners. Obviously, we have got uh, CJ Stroud coming out of Ohio State. So we are talking top of the tree um, in terms of colleges, and we've got Bryce Young equally <laughs> top of the tree coming out of Alabama. And then we've got the joy of Will Levis going out of Kentucky, um, which is it's not a bad program. Like it's, it's, it's not. It ain't Ohio State, yeah. <laughs> and it ain't Alabama. Um, so yeah, he is certainly coming off a less prestigious program. 
and right on the Bill Levis one before I kick it over to yourself, Dan, for your thoughts on this. Have we all seen him chuck it for fifty yards from his knees? Which I'm not entirely sure where in the game that skill will be particularly relevant, but he can throw it from fifty yards where he's kneeling down. So, or, or whether it'd be legal or not, because I'm pretty sure it would. Aye. Like he can. That's the point. <laughs> if there is, it's like if in the Pro Bowl they bring back those really weird skill competitions, he's True. a man. Maybe <laughs> do one of those fake knees, and people think that he's just going to get a knee on a clock out, and he will just launch it. <laughs> 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 50-yard bomb. Right, what about you, Dan? Uh, we have got the, the Colts on the clock at four. Uh, are you giving us a quorum? Are we? Are, are you in agreement with them going for a QB? Or do you think yeah, something strange will happen? I think it's as well. And I think... Either way, whatever quarterback it goes, I think I think it'll be Richard. Either way, with the new head coach there, I think they've got a good coach to work under as a quarterback. Um, yeah. They've done wonders with Hurts at the Eagles, so I think that's a good fit for either of the quarterbacks. I just think um, in the modern kind of game, the way a lot of quarterbacks, I think Richardson's probably a better choice. Well, do you know what? I'm going to give us balance to the forces there should be in all things. I'm going to side with studs. I see that. I agree with the quarterback. I think they're going to go QB. But I see Levis. They, they yeah. sound like they've had done a lot it's of fair. legwork yeah. with Levis. He seems, I don't know, there seems to be some of the soft stuff. They seem to be keen on him. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure I agree with the pick. I don't think it's necessarily the best one they could make. Um, but I, 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 that's how I see that one playing out as well. Okay, gents, we are halfway there. We are at five overall, and it is a pick that was traded. Um, so it should be the Broncos, but they traded that pick away to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, we ain't going to talk any more about what was involved in that trade. Um, where do we see the Seahawks going with this one? Um, Dan, kick us off, mate. Still a lot of talent on this board, by the way. A lot, yeah. We have taken some... Really, are they top five draft pick quarterbacks <laughs> early? Um, so there's a lot of talent on the board. Where do you see the Seahawks going, mate? I think the Seahawks have got a few needs, and I think reading through a few different mock drafts, everybody seems kind of splitting where they go cornerback to kind of get that back in. But I think they go with the obvious choice of Jalen Carter. Yeah, I, I was think, hoping that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think. Pete Carroll, I don't think, I know he's got his issues and he's got the red flags, but I think Pete Carroll as a coach is someone that, well, it won't take any nonsense from him. And I think he's the best player on the board from at that point. And I think it'd be daft for him not to take him. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my, my one out quick as well here, actually, because it's boring and I'm in, I'm in complete agreement. And, you know, actually, Dan, you've got my my reason, which is a bit irritating, if I'm honest. Um, Neil Town as well. I think Pete Carroll's the thing that does this year. Um, I think if Jalen Carter winds up on in somewhere like Arizona, I think that just goes on fire instantly. I think he needs a really solid coaching setup and you can Pete Carroll is a lot of things. He is an exceptionally talented coach. He is so good with the, the players he's got at his disposal. Uh yeah, I think Jerry Carter could really do well under Pete Carroll, actually. Okay, uh studs, are you are you with us or are you against us? Listen, that's the safe pick. Let's be oh, right. here we oh, go. Right. So I think obviously as Dan mentioned, consensus and that's that and the next thing. See for me, right? You've just paid your QB, who was a standout um, for them last year as a team. You've got a safe pair of hands. You've got somebody that your QB can sit there and learn behind because, by all accounts, 
The QB that I've got left is a very raw talent. And I think they're going to go Richardson. What? I think the Seahawks take Richardson. They could afford to sit him for a couple of years, get him to learn behind Gino. As I say, Jalen Carter's a safe pick. Stuff safe. I'm not here to be safe. Let's go Richardson in there for the Seahawks. Right, so hang on a minute. You say that he's behind Gino. Do you say he's behind Gino just because like Richardson's 18 foot tall and that's not an obstacle for him? <laughs> okay, that's that's a bold one. I mean, as much as that sounds like and, and very controversial, I, I think it's a it is a possibility. Gino, Gino is Gino's Gino, right? We'll, we'll just put it like that. Gino's Gino, Gino, you're, you're safe. They need a future franchise quarterback. So if if Richardson's there, it's going to be a tough choice for them. Well, that's if, the thing. Look, look at the Seahawks, right? So they're picking fifth because of a trade, right? Obviously, everybody thought they were going to be a higher fire last year, so they probably expected their own pick to be higher. Higher, than the yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, then you're thinking, when's the last time, this, when's the next time, sorry, the Seahawks are going to be in yeah. the top four or five to pick yeah. someone? Uh, um, a QB. I can't see it anytime soon. And well, there's your question because at the end of the day, Richardson's raw, but he is 6'4, 244, runs a 443. Yeah, okay, he struggles to hit his receivers, and you know, that's a part of that quarterback game. I've heard of he's got he's got a, he's accurate on the deep ball, it's slots that he's it's the short ball yeah. that he seems to struggle with. Yeah, he's and but he's also he's the youngest quarterback, yeah, he is. He's only 20, he is only 20, so he's got here if he had. And he declared next year. How would we if he sorts the accuracy out? Okay, here's, fair. Here's a, here's a question. If Richardson goes to the Colts, as we most of us predicted, do the Seahawks go for Levis? Or do they nah, go for nah. nah. for me? If Richardson's yeah. not because yeah. I think again, and it's uh, looking at the kind of interactions that the Seahawks had with Richardson, there seemed to be a good bit of rapport there. Um, when you're looking at obviously Pete Carroll getting involved in the selfies and stuff like that as well, there just seemed exactly, to be yeah. good, good wee bit of camaraderie there between the guys, and I think that kind of that that's kind of what would do it. But again, the logic behind the Jalen Carter for me is you can't fault that logic. It seems sensible. He seems like a Seahawks kind of player. Um, obviously, you put add in the fact that he's getting Bobby Wagner there. To, Deal with him probably, but I would say Bobby Wagner more than Pete Carroll because I, I forgot he was there. Yeah, it was a great point. Yeah, as I say, I'd, I'd probably be more scared of Bobby than I would Pete, to be fair. So, uh, I, I would, I think that's idea. But as I say, just just to be slightly different and controversial, I, I, I'm saying Richardson for Seahawks. Right, Stu, what about yourself, mate? Where are you coming in with the Seahawks? Where are they going? Do you are you going to side with one of us, or have you got your own unique take on this pick? Um, I think if Richardson's gone, I agree. I don't see them taking Levis there. Like I think what they'd be more likely to do is wait because uh, they have that second pick in the first round later on. So I had them maybe taking uh, it was his head Hooker. Yeah, later on, like kind of maybe taking him further back in the first round of the draft. I think they would probably go the board. If Richardson's gone, I think they'll go the boring route and take Carter, though. I'm going to agree with, with Dan on oh, that. Three against one. Right, okay. Uh, we're going to kick I, it. I do see the if Richardson's there, though, yeah, that I think the Seahawks would find it hard to pass. Right, okay. We are going to we're going to pick up a pace, gents, and we are going to get cracking through the end of the, through the six through ten. Uh, <clears> so you get you get one pick and you get one justification, and that's your whack. 
The Lions are on the clock at six. And I'll be honest, I've struggled with this one. Uh, Lions are on the clock at six. Uh, Stu, I'm going to come back to you, mate. Who have you got the Lions taking off the board at six? I'm going to go with a fun pick for once. Uh, I think they're going to do something that I hate teams doing, which is going for a position that should never be drafted this high. And the you know oh, the I know where you're going here. Same place as me. I'm breaking the glass. I think they're going for Bijan. I think Robinson. Oh, yeah, the running back goes even think, even after they've paid David Montgomery. Yeah, I think so because why it. you've got this. You have the you've got the chance of having Montgomery and then a generational talent at running back, which he may. I mean, he is actually bloody good. Like for everything I've seen, so I'd, I'll take back the generational because he might be that. <laughs> um, Dondre Swift, I think they will trade. Uh, he's not worked out whether that's through injuries or whatever else. He's looked good in spots, but he's not been quite what they wanted. Montgomery's a steady hand, and I think they go for Bijan because he's too much to resist. And Do the Lions have a the Lions have another pick in the first? Uh, Lions, they, they are back on the clock with the to yeah, try and find them. Uh, I'm actually uh, on the 18th. They've got 18th there you go. as well. Yeah. I think uh, that's right. they'll get Bijan by the way. Right, okay. Right, okay. Well, tell you you're talking now, so you can keep talking, mate. Who do you see the Lions going with? Dan, you're going to get last word on the Lions, mate. I think they go Tyree Wilson just to pair him up with Aiden Hutchinson and just absolutely crush people. Up that D line. Yeah. Um, again, an edge rusher in there, pairing them with Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. It's just, I, the quarterbacks are going to run for their life. Right, okay, it's a bold one. Uh, Dan, uh, well, no, do you know what? I'll give mine quickly because mine's quite straightforward. I think the biggest area I need to be fair for the Lions is actually in their secondary. So I am seeing them lifting Devin Witherspoon, uh, cornerback out of Illinois. Yeah, yeah, I think he's out of Illinois. Uh, yeah, coming back out of Illinois. Um, looks an absolute unit of a player. Uh, Dan, what about yourself, mate, to round us off with the Lions at six? What I'll do is I'll, I'll leave us off. I'll finish off six and leave it at seven because I think. Oh, there you go. Bold. I, I love it. Smooth. I have got him taking Devin Witherspoon as well. Oh, love it. But I think you could either go for him or Christian Gonzalez. And I think mm. I think both of them go six and seven. I just think it depends okay. on who they do. I think, I think the Raiders take a cornerback as well. So if. Lions take Witherspoon, Vegas takes Gonzalez. Oh, but I think. Yeah, I have I have Gonzalez above Witherspoon, so I actually would have had it the the other way, other way around. Yeah. around. But yeah, I, I mean, split hairs. Like, yeah, I think I think they both take cornerbacks. Just one takes one, or one takes the other. Okay, right. Okay, interesting. Uh, Stu, so if you so would you agree with that then? That if uh, well, so right, who yeah. do you think the Raiders are taking at seven? Where where do you think they're going? I think they're either going cornerback or I guess is yes, yeah, Skaronski's still on the board. Skaronski's still on the board. Had him as the top O line guy, so maybe they want to bulk up the O line if they don't go with the uh, the uh, the cornerback option. But I think it's probably the two cornerbacks in a row. Yeah. Okay. Studs over you, mate. You got- I hope they pick some stupid last centre that's a third round. That's a Pats move. That's a Patriots move, mate. What are you talking about? The, the, well, the guy that used to do that's left now, hadn't he? So he's not there anymore. Um, it was right. um, I, th- I think they go caller back. Um, I do agree with your guys' logic. As I say, as much as I'd love for them to do something that would just some stupid like grab B. John Robinson in this position just to piss off Josh Jacobs. Um, 
I like that they say that when they're up at the podium as well, when they're welcoming them. Hello, Bijan. You are here purely because we hate Josh Jacobs. <laughs> so that, that would be funny, honestly. I would, I would actually see the end to laughing in that one. But I think they go cornerback. Um, um, if I probably say Gonzalez, if I was pushing. Okay, right, we have got three left to go, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, Stu, you are back on the clock. I have sadly moved you to Atlanta. Apologies. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, uh, I know, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I need you to do the heavy lifting in this one because I have absolutely no idea what the Falcons are going to do. Uh, what are yeah, the Falcons I, doing? I had them trading back. This is kind of where I landed because I have no idea. Right. <laughs> I have them trading back and getting out of there. And then uh, partly because I also wasn't really sure what they needed. <laughs> and I had Bijan already gone to Detroit. Because I thought mm-hmm. they might take him because they need the Russian game as well. And it's way too I early for Jamal Gibbs. Algier. A 1,000-yard rusher last year, Algier. Don't... I, I know you love him for fantasy. But no, I think if I'm going to say Atlanta are on the clock... Um, we all agreed the cornerbacks went, so yeah, I'm just going to go yep. back to Skaronski. Skaronski to Atlanta. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> that, that, ruins, that ruins my next pick. Uh, <laughs> studs, where are you at, mate? Where are you at with the Falcons? There, there's a lot, again, a lot of rumours that it's going to be Bijan. Um, yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know... I think he's difficult to pass on at this point if you're Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't know if they do do it because I think, as I say, Tyler Algier was over a thousand yard rusher last year. Looked good when um, Patterson wasn't there for them when he was having the lead. Um, ah, stuff. I'll throw Devin Willis in the cornerback to them. You would take yeah, all the cornerback yeah, keeps in there. Cornerback. Yeah, cornerback. Okay. In there. Yeah. Solid, solid pick. Dan, what were you meant to round us off with, uh, with the mighty Falcons? Uh, again, I wasn't even massive on the Falcons. He's had a quick wee bat, and I think one of the main needs for them tend to be Russia, an edge rush. Mm. So I went for them going for either Tyrell Wilson or Lucas Van Ness. I think I'll go Van Ness. Yeah, I like Van Ness. I wish I'd remembered him and not just went, oh, I'll just throw Skaronski in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ruined one. I see, I went off one chart because I had Bijan going. I just was like, ah, screw it, I want to do something fun, so I threw him to Detroit. But yeah, <laughs> Guys, I'm just enjoying that my original plan was that this was going to be like a draft, and once players were off the board, they were off the board, and that entire plan has went to I draft. know, it's just, we're all just throwing whoever <laughs> we want, <laughs> wherever. Um, okay, so it is time for this one. This one goes out specially for Grant. The Bears, the Bears, Super Bowl champions elect. Um, going to win every category on every offense, defense, and everything else chart. Um, if Grant is to be believed, they are on the clock at eight. Where do you see them going now? This for me is where I see uh, we chunk we shout out for Stu and his pick earlier. This is where I see Skaronski going. I see the Bears really trying to add best available O lineman. Um, otherwise, Justin Fields is going to become paste. Um, because, what was he? he some sacked something hilarious. Like I can't remember how many total sacks he took last year, but it was all of them. 
Um, so I see the Bears going for best available lineman. Uh, for me, Skaronski is the best available one on the board. So that's what I see him landing. Uh, Studs, what about your cellmate? Where do you see the, the mighty Chicago Bears going in this draft? I bo- boring one for me. I'm just um, piggybacking on the back here. I think they try and protect Justin Fields. Um, Skaronski's the, the obvious consensus pick on that one for me. So uh, let's protect Fields and then you can utilise that rushing ability a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Dan, what about you, mate? Hey, I'm going uh, same similar situation, but I've picked him going for Paris Johnson Jr. Yeah. rather than yeah. Um, Skronsky, but flip a coin really. I think they're definitely taking that position. Just which one they take is uh, yeah. Is Johnson Jr. is £310. Oh, yeah, I have them taking Paris Johnson because he's an absolute monster. It was my <laughs> reason. Because again, just, protect fields, throw him out there. Like He's just so big. Like He doesn't even actually need to run because it would just take <laughs> you that long to circumnavigate him. Do you need to speak to Magellan before yep. you get rid of him? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, oh, boys. I've just noticed uh, Jackson's contract's been announced. Oh, what we got? Ooh. What we got? And you come in. 60 million, 185 guaranteed. 185 okay. guaranteed. Yeah. How much okay. is Hurts guaranteed? Yeah, one one seven six and some change, I think. Okay, there you um, go. That's that's been the deciding factor. The, yeah, that the Ravens were waiting for that card to fall and or the, that whatever it is you say fall dice. Domino. 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 That's the one. <laughs> this is this is the type of smooth production value you yeah. get with the gridiron crew, ladies and gentlemen. We know our dice and our dominoes. Cards <laughs> falling. Right. <Hello. laughs> okay, gents. It is time for, for the, the tenth overall pick. Somehow, somehow the Eagles are picking at bloody ten. Uh, thank you very much, New Orleans. Um, so this the Eagles are on the clock. Um where do we see the Eagles going with it? Uh, studs, lead us off, mate. What do you think? Where do you see the, the Philadelphia Eagles going with this one? Ah, thanks. <laughs> that is what I see happening. I know. It's one of the ones. It's no fair. They were in the Super Bowl last year and they're picking 10th and we need to wait till 31. Um, so, I, I think... I think they're going to go Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith, nice. I think, um, I think there's again rumours that they've got some good intera- had some good interactions with yeah. him. I think um, Daniel like Jeremiah, he'd listed yeah. four people. I think he's an ex Eagles employee, and he listed four people that they the potential could go with. I think Nolan Smith was in there as one of them. Big edge rushing out of Georgia. Aye, the other three are escaping me just now as well. But again, it's adding another weight on that D line. The high sack that, total in the league last year. Incredible D-line. Uh, yeah, okay, so Nolan Smith goes to Philadelphia. Uh, Dan, what about yourself, mate? Where do you see the, the Sons of Philadelphia going? Uh, hopefully in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the sea. Um, yeah, no, Nolan Smith was the obvious choice. Um, but I think, I'm going to say something that's going to absolutely break my heart, but I think if he's still on the board, the Eagles take Bijan here. Yep. That's mine. That's, I, I, think I, see, I, I think they take him. That's mine. I think it's a brave pick. I think as as much as I enjoy slagging you off, Zeke. Um, running back, it's it's a brave pick taking a running back in the first in general. Taking a running back at top 10 is 
he's got a lot of living up to do. But if you are going to put a running back anywhere in this league where they have got a recipe for success in front of them, it's in Philadelphia. Aye, I the, think it'd be fun to watch if he lands in Philadelphia, let's be brutally yeah. honest. So I yeah. think it may... Good he, will, he will rocket up fantasy draft boards if he lands in Philadelphia. Uh, Stu, to wrap up the top 10, where do you see Philadelphia going? If they're not going to go for Nolan Smith and Lucas Van Ness is still on the board, he was the other guy I had them maybe going for, or maybe Miles Murphy was the other one. But like I, I agree with Studs. I think just the noise that they've been making about uh, Nolan Smith and the fact that he kind of fits in with their scheme. And I know he's not the biggest edge rusher, but he's bloody fast and he plays really hard. So yeah. I, think, I think he's a guy, he fits the scheme. So I'm going to pick him. Right, okay, that is it, gents. That is the top 10. So we are going to have a rapid-fire one to bring us towards the end of the pod this week. So uh, it is the question of what about every other bugger? Um, so we have went through the top 10, but none of us are in the top 10, and some of us are further away that, from it than others. <laughs> some um, of us are not in it because we've been good. Some of us are not of, of, of um, exceptionally excellent uh, work from the front office, definitely. Uh, so we have got the Cowboys are drafting at 26, the Bengals at 28, Studs gets the 31st pick, which this year for once isn't a runner's up prize. Uh, and you have got my beloved Browns who are picking at 70 fucking four. Um, so, gentlemen, what I, what I am looking for purely because I can't pick a name um, is either a name and why or a positional group and why for each of your team. We are going to go in draft order. So, Dan, you are going to kick us off, mate. 26 Cowboys are on the clock. Yep. What player or position do you want to see them going for? Being the Cowboys, I think the obvious choice is going to be on the line because that's what we seem to do in the first round. Um, two names I've got written down are Darnell Wright and Steve Avila. Um, I think those two are obvious. I think the other the other thing I'm, I'm there's a couple of things I'm like I'll just fire through quickly. So that's that's the obvious. Yeah. I think. The other pick depends on what happens between ten and twenty six. We need a tight end. If Kincaid mm. is still there at twenty six, which is probably unlikely, I think we might go there because we do we do need a tight end. Him or Maya, but I think if Kincaid's at 26, I think he can't turn them down at 26. Um, so it's, you never know with the Jones what they're going to do. Um, mm. We never tend to trade up. We always tend to trade back. And I, again, that wouldn't surprise me if it happened, but if I stay up till stupid o'clock to watch us trading back, I'd be right. Here's one for you. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me with it being Jerry Jones to trade up if Round about, I say, maybe somewhere between 16 and 20, Bijan's still around. It might be aggressive and move up and take him. Give him a bowl of cereal and watch him eat. I, I don't think he will be there, but I think it would be Jerry being Jerry. This is the same guy that tried to go for Johnny Manziel when he had to be talked off a ledge by his brother. I wouldn't be against him trading up to get Bijan. Is what I'll say, but I don't think we will. I think it'll either be a lineman or a tight end. Okay, right. So lineman or a tight end is the likeliness with uh, the hopes and dreams of trading up for somebody more more uh, Hollywood. Uh, Stu, your beloved Bengals are on the clock all the way down at twenty eight, which uh, as as you so quickly 
uh, <laughs> insist that it's because you're actually a decent team these days. Uh, where do you see the Bengals going and why is it another wide receiver? <laughs> it's not a wide receiver. And that's like the one position group I didn't even bother looking at. Um, no, I think the for us this year at 28, the, the online consensus, which is obviously fueled by fantasy football, they all have us picking like Jameer Gibbs or... Meyer, if he's still there, or Kincaid, who I don't think will be there. Mm. Um, for me, though, I think we go cornerback, and I think we yeah. go Emmanuel. Nice. Um, he's not the biggest. Well, he's big no. in terms of he's tall. He's, he's six foot what? Mm-hmm. Six foot three or something like that, or six foot six foot one, uh, six foot I'm... three, somewhere in there. But he's not the heaviest. However, he plays really, really hard, and he's one of those cornerbacks that likes to step up. And kind of, you know, make tackles at the line. He's a multi-purpose guy like Mike Hilton. So it's like he fits in with our defensive scheme. And he looks really good. I'm going to jump in. Like, I I actually, I I knew he was a bit smaller, but Forbes comes in at his combine. He was 6'1". So, yeah, okay, 6'1". Yep. 166 pounds. I know. Dude, he plays so hard. See his roots. I don't know, man. I think... I would take Forbes. Like I, I like him. I like everything I've seen, kind of thing from him. I think he's a good, good cornerback. So I'm going to go out there and say that's who I would take. Whether the Bengals do that or not, yeah, that's a, another matter entirely. Like I could see if one of the offensive tackles f- fell as well, we might go that way. But we just signed Orlando Brown. We already have like Loyal Collins is going to come back at some point this year. If Jonah Williams stops spitting the dummy and realizes he should <laughs> probably just play right tackle. We'll be fine he on the won. line. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why he's the one to play. Right. Like, I know. Right. Okay. Studs, uh, it's on to you. It is the, uh, the, the punishment for winning yet another bit of jewelry. Uh, you are picking at the bottom of the first, which this year, because the Dolphins are dirty cheats, uh, is pick number 31, not 32. Uh, where are the Chiefs going? Up the draft board. Chiefs are going to Ooh. trade up. Ooh. Ooh. And I think they're going to be aggressive and go for Zay Flowers. You, to be Ooh. fair, ladies and gentlemen, Studs has not shut up about Zay Flowers time. So this is in completely in character. Yeah, uh, so you, not, how, how high do you think you'll need to go to get him? I reckon we need to get into the teens. So I reckon somewhere between, between 15 and 20, I reckon we'll need to go up to get him. Um, maybe Pittsburgh, point. aim at the Steelers. Aye, right, or, or, right. or maybe maybe the Lions actually, because the, the Steelers are un, unlikely to go wide receiver. The, Lions, the Lions, I could see being a trade partner to try and build mm-hmm. up some capital um, okay. for them. So if we don't do that, because I, I think the reason we do do it, obviously they made a lot of noise and made sure that they got Zay Flowers in a, a throwing session with Pat Mahomes and things like that to see. To see how it worked out with them. So that's why I think we'll go there. Um, if not, if we stay where we are, I think one of the obvious needs for us is edge again. Obviously, losing Frank Clark, I think we need to replace that. Um, I would, if we stay where we are again, look, Van Ness, if he dropped mm-hmm. down that draft board, um, he would he would be a good pick or Will McDonald, um, someone like that. But as I say, I think. I think the noise is that we seem to be looking to be trading up for Zay Flowers. Okay. Uh, just, what, just what everybody wants to see, people, Pat Mahomes being given weapons. Um, okay, to, to wind us off, gentlemen, with the joy that is the Cleveland Browns drafting at 74. 
Um, our obvious area that we will we are going to target is edge. Um, we need somebody to be on the other side of miles. Um, your issue is edge is a huge position of need for everybody around the league. So who the hell will be available at seventy four? Ain't likely to be uh, the most amazing of players. One that I have heard get mentioned quite a lot on the wire is um, Marvin Mims, a wide receiver out of Oklahoma. We are definitely looking yeah. to add a third piece to our wide receiver room. Um, you know, Cooper is our out-and-out number one. Um, we've got Moore and DPJ battling for three. Uh, Davey Bell, wait and see, didn't have a great year last year. It was his rookie season, though, and um, our quarterback play was less than stellar. Uh, so I can see us either going best available edge or Marvin Mims. Now, gentlemen, we are driving towards the end of tonight's show, and that can mean one thing and one thing only. It is time for our... Da, 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 Da! Statistic of the week. Now, Stu, if you have not got something draft related for us, by the way, I'm going to be absolutely it's draft related. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's, it's draft related. Um, so I was going to go with the uh, just like I really kind of well, it's, it's simple anyway. I'm going to go with simple, short, and sweet. It's kind of easy to go with like who are the teams that have had the most first overall picks in history. Don't, and, uh, I feel like that's possibly an attack aimed at me. No, 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 it's not. It's not at all. It was, uh, it's, actually, it's actually the Colts and the Rams have had the most oh, first overall. But what I actually wanted to do was go the other way. Who There's three teams, and I want you to guys to try and guess. Ooh, three teams have never, ever in their history had a first overall pick. Who are those three teams? And it's, I'm a, I'm a The Bengals clearly are out because we all know we, we like a first overall pick. Uh, right now, I'm crap at this because my NFL history is rotten. So I'll come in first and I'll make a howler of it again, and you can laugh at me. Just try and get I'm one gonna, of them. Like, my, my logic, my logic is going to go a team that's relatively new. So I'm going to, and I don't know how the compensation. Somebody's phone is uh, having a bad. Oh, yeah, somebody's phone's me. getting dropped. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens. The Ravens oh. are indeed one of the picks. Yes, get him. There you go. Who's Right, okay, I'm all happy with myself. Right, um, on you go, Dan, who are you in for? Uh, I'm going to go just because they're so successful. I'm going to say the Cowboys. I don't know. I, I'm not, my history is terrible, but... The, the Cowboys have had a first overall pick. Studs? Studs has had um, Studs' traditional technical malfunction. Um, and okay. I think the noise that we all heard uh, a couple of minutes ago was Studs dropping whatever device it is he's using to dial in for his folks. Uh, I'm back, I'm back. Oh, no, he's back, he's back. Well, I know it's not the Chiefs, because the Chiefs picked Derek Fisher a good few years ago. So, Ooh, Chiefs that was a bad first overall pick. <laughs> I don't know, it's Super Bowl champion, Eric Fisher, let's remember. Oh, it's so, one. <laughs> um, go. One of them is yeah. a division rival of you. Oh, Ooh, clues. Oh, we never get clues. Yeah. I know, but I'm trying. We're trying to wrap it up. So we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're a higher caliber of, of a crew member, Dan. That's what it is. Go, go Raiders then. No, it's not the Raiders. They've had Chargers. No, it's not them. It's, it's not them. teams. It's the Broncos. 
And then the final team, um, I don't know if you, obviously I'm a Bengals fan, but also in baseball, I like the Mariners. Uh, so I, I have a bit of a soft spot for Seattle. Um, not really so much the Seahawks, but the last team are indeed the Seattle Seahawks. Really? They've never once had first overall pick, oh, which they were the one that kind of surprised me. Because, that surprises me. You know, Denver look at it and go, they've been, you know, they've had their successful spells and they've always had times when they've been bad, but they've clearly not never been that the worst. <laughs> and they've never been the worst when they've been bad. Well, actually, yeah. was they had the first round pick, but they traded it out, so they've never had right. to pick <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, right, okay, that was a good one, Steve. Thank you very much, as always. Well, that. gentlemen, that is us at the end of tonight's pod. Um, so thank you all very much. Uh, Dan, thank you much for, uh, for rejoining us, mate. It was a pleasure to have you on again. Well, can I just make one last wee quick point before we go? On you go. Just because it's you. Draft, I think uh, lately on the draft, I expect the Cowboys to pick up Stetson Bennett. Okay. Just because he's called Stetson. His name's Stetson. <laughs> right, just, just, just for Stetson to be a cowboy. Of course. <laughs> nah, that's that's exactly the same as I expect the Browns to draft the tight end cunts for totally different reasons. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, uh, I'll catch you soon. <laughs> thank you mate uh, Stu as always uh, the voice from Canada uh, thank you very much for joining us mate and I, um, you get to enjoy the draft at a reasonable I know I, I get to actually kind of follow along with it and watch it like uh, whilst I'm doing some other housework and things like ironing but it's going to be fun I can't wait excellent and studs our technical wizard um, <laughs> thank you so much again for joining us mate particularly that you were a, a late arrival into the show tonight it's always appreciated and great to hear from you mate so thank you very much, Studs. No, no hassles, mate. Hopefully everybody enjoys the draft and get everything they want. Absolutely. As Stu said earlier, it's it NFL Christmas. The Raiders, Broncos and Chargers, they can all do one. Everybody else can <laughs> Excellent. Division rivalry. That's what we love here, ladies and gentlemen. Right, so with that, folks, thank you very much. As we say, the draft is looming. Now it ain't days away. It is ours. And then we get to have the joy of speculating on mini camp and on training camp. And before we know it, the dark time will be over and the season will be back with us. But until then, remember that the crew will get you through the rest of the off-season and you can always get in touch with the crew at gridirencrew on Twitter. Uh, on Insta, we are grid underscore iron underscore crew. Uh, help grow the community, help grow the channel, give us a like, give us a subscribe, folks. And until next week, I have been Brian and we will speak then. Mm-hmm.